0: Okay, take two boys. How <laughs> you doing?
1: I'm doing pretty good, how are you?
2: Um I'm doing pretty good. I'm doing pretty good. Um I was supposed to sell some of my cologne today. Uh ended up was gonna be like three hundred and forty extra bucks in my pocket, right? But the girl Jesus who Christ. was gonna buy it. Yeah. <laughs> the girl who was gonna buy it, uh she her son got sick, so um she asked if we could meet tomorrow. So I'm really hoping that goes through. Um, and then also, I did. I've been doing really good at work. Not to brag on myself, but... So we have these things that our supervisors do for us called QAs, which is basically we do a job, we look at it, we put in the verdict, and then every now and then they will randomly pick a job that we did and then look at it and see if we missed anything, if we messed anything up, You know, that sort of deal. And I have had a 100% pass rate over, like, 10 jobs this week, which is really good considering we normally only do, like, three jobs a week, like, get QA'd on. So I've been killing it recently. So I'm really hoping that this cologne sale goes through because then I'm going to kind of treat myself with that extra money because it's basically free money. You know what I mean? All right. But that's you know I'm just i'm out here living life, I paid off uh my biggest private student loan, which was five thousand dollars, and oh yeah yeah it's it feels good, it brought me down to not a whole lot of money, <laughs> but you know <laughs> I think i had um I think I had around seven grand in my savings whenever I paid it off, so um took me down to to two and you know it feels kind of scary (laughs) um but besides that do you want to talk about what we did yesterday
1: yeah we can but i got some life updates life updates all right let the let the listeners know so since last time uh finally closed on the house on my house sold it um, it feels pretty fucking wild to have 70 grand in my bank account. Yeah. Uh, second. Don't get used so to good. it.
2: It's going to disappear.
1: Oh, no, it, it's going to disappear very quickly. Yeah. <laughs> so second, Caleb, I don't know if you heard, but that week or the week after, I can't remember, uh, we found out Ali was pregnant.
0: Yes, I did know this.
1: Yeah, but she we, she did have a miscarriage. It sucks.
0: Yes, I did hear this.
1: Um, quite a bit, I guess.
2: Yeah, I heard when she was talking to Brandon about it. I just did not say anything because I didn't want to interrupt. That makes sense.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, she she thought you didn't know.
2: No, I did hear. But... I just didn't want to say anything at the point in time. You know, didn't, right. she was telling that to him, and I kind of just joined with my headset on while I was in the, you know, join, went in the kitchen, was doing something, and then that came out. So I just, I did not say anything. Right. You know, I was going to keep it on the low. I wasn't going to tell anyone about it. Um,
1: yeah. You know, I mean, it's a live update, and I just, uh, it's not the fact of wanting to say it to our listeners, it's more of. I feel like it's it helps me get through it. I guess kind of, because mm-hmm. it was hard, dude. It, it was yeah. it was super hard. But you know we can we can always try again. You know it happens sometimes. But mm-hmm. anyway, after that, we should be closing on our new house this Friday.
0: So uh, that that's super exciting.
2: So how much are you? buying this new home for i know it's in like carthage or something like that or
1: web, web city. city i think it's uh it's not i think it's 170 nice yep and uh the awesome thing is i'm gonna have some kick-ass internet for the first time in my life <laughs> yeah it's gonna be nice no more roboting <laughs> i know dude it, i'm so excited for it. it's gonna be a little expensive but you know i don't care at this point See, that's why I'm I'm really
2: happy with the area that I'm in now, because with my apartment, I get 200 megabit internet for free. It's not crazy. You know, I can download a 60 gig game in like an hour, but I'm just happy that I don't have to pay for it, because internet is pretty costly.
1: Yeah, I'm going to be getting one gig... Uh, speed for I think it's 110
2: I mean that's only like 30 bucks more than you were paying before oh, yeah. there, and, so. and
1: it's and it's 1000 times better like legitimately yeah. 1000 times better running on so the, the old 10 be, meg internet before <laughs> it's going to be so so worth it um, other than that oh I might be getting a new job not really new it'll be for the same company different plant most cool. likely will be getting the job cool good um other than that oh i what sucks about that part is I will have to find me a replacement, and I have to train them before I leave
2: uh okay yeah i've I've heard of this before
1: it sucks no, it's gonna suck a little bit because it could be a month before you can't you can leave until somebody. that happens, yeah, yeah, um but anyway, other than that. Uh, I think that's my life update since last we recorded. Cool. Uh, so,
2: kind of moving on a little bit. Have you kind of taken a listen to the recording that we did yesterday at all?
1: I have not, because I'm dreading it. There's going to be... S- it's three hours. Yep. I knew it was going to be long. Three long D&D episode. And it's not... And The reason why I'm kind of hesitant about editing it and posting it is because it's not the main story, you know. People I feel like I mean I'm going to post it anyway regardless. People I think will still enjoy some of it, but uh it does nothing for the main storyline. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I think what I'm going to do, I'm going to go ahead and tell you this. Don't tell the other two mm-hmm. or 3 if Josh ever plays. Um I think my plan is to level you guys up like crazy instead, so like, cause that's what I was. I leveled you guys up once, twice after that. Oh, I know. Hold on. After that first go around, you know, the first uh, rank in the adventures Guild or whatever. Oh yeah, Level you guys up once, and then the next time I was like, you know, I kind of want to get through this adventures Guild leveling up bullshit so I can get yeah. on with the story and make it understandable. So then I was like, I leveled you up twice. And then today I was thinking, again, like, man, I want to get through this. So I think next time, like, I, I'm going to have you guys rank up again immediately. You leveled up anyway. Uh-huh. I'm to have you guys do a kick-ass quest. And, or not quest, but like, a, yeah, a few quests, I guess, on the quest board. And level you guys up like three or four times. And then call it good. Like, make you guys go start the story at least.
2: Um, yeah, I mean, most people, you know, for we've never done it, but most people on when it's not their first game, they will start characters out at, like, level three, level six, you know, level eight, you know, that kind of stuff, and they'll just jump straight into a new story from that yeah. level. So to right. me, it, it makes sense because we're halfway doing that. Um, And I like it because we're doing this little shit, you know, on the side. It allows us to get used to the one more multiverse controls and how that shit works.
1: Yeah, um, I didn't want that. And one thing I'm going to do for you guys, uh, I texted the Snapchat group a little bit ago. I haven't read I it need everybody, I need everybody to email me y'all's character sheets and we are going, we're going to change it up to full pathfinder because of how screwed up the app's feats screwed up the, uh, character classes specific feats for special abilities, how screwed up that is. Yeah, I, it, okay, I can't say it's screwed up because it's not. I'm pretty sure since it goes off 5e, you're supposed to have the 5e book.
2: Yeah, it's just, it's, I won't say it's like all implemented correctly and take into account my character. You know, I leveled up and I was supposed to get a subclass. It wouldn't let me get a subclass. But whenever right. whenever you go to the wiki, that's built into that system. It says at level three, you get to choose from one of these three things. And then it doesn't show up at all anywhere. So, you know, it is it is a bit messed up. I would not mind going straight to Pathfinder. Um, I have a lot of the Pathfinder stuff on my computer. So it can be both of us looking up stuff, helping people, you know, this and that. Me and you both know the book fairly decent. So, you know... I feel like it would help at least cut down on my leveling up and then, you know, you could help Brandon, I could help Austin, vice versa, you know, that sort of deal. But yeah, I am excited. Um, Plus, you know, the classes in Pathfinder seem a bit more fun to play, if that makes sense. (laughs) So I'm excited. Yes and no, like
1: 5e 5e does seem very fun to me, but it's just the app, or the website doesn't have everything. No. It only says, you get this. It doesn't explain what this is. Yeah. Which sucks. So, yeah, we're just going to make the change to full uh, Pathfinder. And I'm going if, to... If you will do me the favor of just leveling yourself up, since I know you know how, I'm going to do it all for Brandon and all for Austin. Okay. It's going to take a while, but I'll do that by myself. It won't be an issue. As long as they yeah. send me their fucking character sheet. I'll do it. it. It won't be that big of a deal. Um, and I think it'll just go more smoothly, because I think we're asking too many questions, and we're being too... Uh, Or I, I should say you guys are being too analytical about it.
2: See, the, the nice thing is, I think Josh, me, and Brandon have the Pathfinder 1E core rulebook, so we can also do a lot of that stuff ourselves, you know?
1: Yeah, you mean Austin, but
2: yeah. Oh, does Austin have it? I know Josh downloaded it, and I know Brandon did.
1: Uh, oh, I, Austin should. I thought you were talking about Austin anyway, because Josh, I don't, I don't know if Josh is playing. He hasn't even Snapchatted us.
2: No, but I know he had it at one point, whenever I was talking to him.
1: Yeah. Um, I don't know. Either, either way, I'll just do them both for them, and I'll help with their feats or whatever i'm and what i might do just so we stop being so analytical about this is take out attacks of opportunity (sighs) because people are going to get upset about it like we were and shit like that so i'm i think i'm just going to be done with it it you know it
2: it like i get it um in 5e, it look it seems like attacks of opportunity are a pretty big thing. You know, take into account Austin's evasion skill that he got. Um, so.
1: Well, that's it, uh, a Pathfinder.
2: Oh, is it? I was going to say, if it's not going to be that, you know, big of a deal, absolutely take it out.
1: If not, yeah, then we need
2: to set down the rules beforehand. What, uh, you know, what counts?
1: Yeah, I think what I'm going to do is probably just... Actually, you know, I'm going to set it in stone right here on record. What we're going to do is no attack of opportunities except for Austin. And why I'm only going to do it for Austin is I'm going to add into that feat that he has for attack of opportunities that he gets attack of opportunities when available.
2: Okay, so if your character has a skill that deals with the attack of opportunity. Suddenly you are, you can even like put it into the lore. Like you are trained to, you Fuck know, it, yeah, yeah, React. So the, yeah, exactly. That makes, that makes sense to me. So we'll, we'll say that.
1: Okay, cool. Cause I just, I, I don't, and how we're going to do it from now on is if you walk past somebody or somebody tries to walk past you or, they try to pick something up in front of you, or let's say they—they they are
2: near you and not
1: looking at you. Pretty much, yes. That and if I if if you want to get too analytical about it, it might suck for you guys too. But there is a thing where uh, spell casting, spell casting that takes a chant. Yeah. Provokes attack of opportunity. Yes. And I don't think I'm gonna do, go that far.
2: I, I mean, none of us are spellcasters right now. Technically using. 5e i am but you know would take away 5e and just do pathfinder i think i still get spells but i think it's like later on i can't honestly remember and i if i remember right it's kind of like a choice um so i'm not super bothered by it um okay doesn't matter to me I'm going to be kind of a ranged character anyways, so I guess really it only affects me if there's going to be people with bows who can have those attack of opportunities
1: on me, but
2: we'll, we'll
0: see. Most, most podcasts
1: are the, the two podcasts I listen to. They don't do attack of opportunity at all. Okay.
2: I mean, I'm okay with that because it makes it more like a turn-based. It's, it's easier to get through the fight with less confusion. Yeah. So I'm down for it. Anyways, cool. um it's been about fifteen minutes. You want to uh get going on this story?
0: Oh yeah, let's start.
2: Okay, so I wrote about Thanatos. Um now I think you'll like this. It's not gonna be a massive one. It's not gonna be a super long story. It might be, you know, quite a short episode today. Um but I did write about Thanatos uh cuz i remember i googled legitimately googled who are the strongest gods like just in general and then one of the like you know how whenever you google something it's got like those little bars that pop up like um a website or two down that is like related questions and you can click All on right. it and it gives you like a drop down one of them was like um is thanatos the strongest god and i was like oh let me look into this let me look into this and i figured i'd write about it um so Thanatos is the son of Nyx and the brother of Hypnos. Uh, Nyx is the goddess of night, and Hypnos is the god of sleep. Um, according to Homer's Iliad, Thanatos and Hypnos are twin brothers. And then, according to Wikipedia for, Thana, uh, for Thanatos, he had other siblings, such as Garrus, the god of old age. I'm going to probably butcher some of these because uh, the next one is Oises, Oizys, O-I-Z-Y-S <laughs> Oizys, the god or... of suffering um, Moros, the god of doom uh, Apate, the god of deception Momus, the god of blame Eris, the god of strife Nemesis the god of retribution and Charon who is the boatman who takes the, the dead across the river Styx. Um, which I thought was kind of funny, because is he a god, or is he just, like, a dude? Apparently he's the brother of a god. god. They don't write what he is. The god of... Um, maybe he's, like, the god of guidance or something, but we'll right. see how it goes. Um, I Because I, I, I do remember... Um, a little bit about the whole river sticks thing, you know, like whenever you would die, they would put coins in your mouth or on your eyes whenever they bury you, so you could pay for your crossing. Right. I always like that. I always like that story. For some reason, that yeah, just cool. seems fun. Um, also, little callback to a movie that I have watched a very, very long time ago at an age I probably shouldn't have watched. It was the Boondock Saints. The movie, not the TV show. And in the movie, um, it's about like two Catholic brothers who are just basically John Wick, both of them. And they do this thing where they have a dual execution. Right? Like, they do it, you know, probably at least once per movie, but I remember seeing it. They had this guy down on his knees. They had their guns out. Both of them, you know, they were standing next to each other and, and then the guns were kind out like almost crossing on the back of the dude's skull and then they said a literal like Catholic prayer and then shot, right? And the way that it works is the bullets would come out of uh, whoever it is, eye. So they would pull out pennies and put them in the eyes uh, that, of the person that they had just killed. And that the, yeah, so I, I watched that so long ago, probably not at a good age to watch it, but that has always stuck with me because I always thought that was kind of badass. You say a prayer for the dude you're about to kill, and then you give him a penny so he can go to the afterlife. <laughs> um, so, back to Thanatos. Uh, he's usually regarded as the god of death. However, in several cases, he's referred to as the god of peaceful death. Now I talk more about that later. Uh there's an actual reasoning for why he's thought of to be the god of peaceful death, but at first he was not. He was just the god of death. Um and then there are these things called keres, K E R E S, or carries, something. They're almost like in in my head I uh, I put them as the equivalent to Valkyries. Because if I remember correct Valkyries would sweep up the dead from the battlefield and then take them to Valhalla, right?
1: Yeah, half would go to Valhalla, half would go to... Uh, Rhea's place, right? Yeah. yeah, yep.
2: So, they're kind of like that, because it doesn't say they're gods, it says they are the embodiment of violent deaths. Um, so, Thanatos is thought of to be merciless and indiscriminate, and he didn't really have any fans, at least at the beginning, right? Because it changes later on. Um, I do have a story about Thanatos, um, and I'm wondering if you have told this story. I looked all throughout our previous episodes and tried to find something in the title. Um, But it's the story of Thanatos and Sisyphus.
1: I told about Sisyphus and his... um... uh, I can't remember how deep I got into Sisyphus, but I know for sure I talked about him and his, uh, fuck punishment.
2: Okay. That, yeah, that is kind of what this is, right? So, um, this is actually a story of Thanatos being, like, outsmarted, because Sisyphus
1: outsmarts him twice. Um, and if you remember, Sisyphus was a king. Go ahead. Sorry, I was just thinking. I think I did talk about this, but go, I mean, keep going. I like hearing it. For, uh, those who have not heard the previous episodes, um,
2: Sisyphus was a king and then it was his time to die and uh, Thanatos came to take him away. Um, However, Sisyphus tricked Thanatos and basically tricked Thanatos into putting on his own chains or shackles, uh, which would basically trap Thanatos and then Sisyphus was free. So Sisyphus left and he ran around you know, I'm sure somewhere it tells how long it was. I don't have that. Um but basically it was years. It was years. Um yeah. basically during this time where Thanatos could not escape, uh no mortal could die. Right? So what had actually happened is Ares got pissed off because he was fighting battles and no one could die. There would never be <laughs> any winners. Um So what he did is he actually straight up kidnapped Sisyphus, brought him down to Thanatos, freed Thanatos, and then gave Sisyphus over to Thanatos. However, um, Sisyphus, still up to no good, actually convinced uh, Persephone to let him free uh, by telling her that he was never given a real funeral so Over yeah burial. But, yeah yeah so um basically persephone being i guess a, a pushover or sweetheart or something decided to let him go so he could be given that proper burial right um so he went to his wife and then uh it says that hermes was actually the god that dragged him back the second time and um at that point, he was, you know, basically in Tartarus, and he was given the sentence of rolling a boulder up a hill, only to have it slip from his grasp and roll back down every time he got close to the top of the hill. Pretty. Yeah, I
0: love that story.
2: Yeah, <laughs> it's. I like it. He tried. He really tried, but um, it took three gods to say, <laughs> to finally put him away. Um. I'm sure a lot of people have at least heard of if you've not heard that story, you've probably heard the um I don't remember what these things are called, but like almost like the analogy or whatever of like it's like rolling a boulder up a hill. Um uh, pretty sure that's where this comes from. Um and then I have a poem that was written to Thanatos and then this poem was translated to English in the 18th century. And it says to death, humigation from mana. Hear me, O oh death, whose empire unconfined extends to mortal tribes of every kind. On thee, the portion of our time depends, whose absence lengthens life, whose presence ends. Um, I like that. You know, he's saying whenever uh, Thanatos is gone, people live long. But whenever he's here, they die, which makes sense. He's literally there to take the, you know, the souls. Yeah. Um. And then it goes on and it says, Thy sleep perpetual bursts the vivid folds by which the soul attracting body holds. Common to all of every sex and age for naught escapes thy all destructive rage. Not youth itself thy clemency can gain vigorous, and strong by the ultimately slain. Um, so I like that. It, you know, the it, poem's kind of saying it doesn't matter how old you are, how strong you are, what gender you are, death comes for everyone. Um, kind of morbid, but still, <laughs> I like it. It's, it's truthful, at least. And then it goes on in the final stanza to say in the end of nature's works is known in the uh in the all judgment is absolved alone no suppliant arts thy dreadful rage control no vows revoke thy purpose of thy soul O blessed power regard my ardent prayer in human life to age abundant spare so at the end there he's kind of like Oh, you know, you're, you're so big and strong, death. You can take anyone at any time. <laughs> and then at the end he's like, "Hey, it would be cool if you let me live a long time." <laughs> <laughs> Cuz the whole abundant age spare. Yeah, I feel like this is basically a a poem or a saying, you know, almost like one of those things where they're like, "Um, drink your milk and you'll you'll grow big and tall. It's like say this prayer and you'll live to old age." Um, so I I like I like that poem. I think that was fun. Yeah. Um. So then back to Thanatos himself. I I'm giving kind of like little breaks on this one in between. I don't know if you like it or not, but I've got some some stuff, really just you know a couple paragraphs down. But I'm trying to keep it to where it's not such just an information dump all the time. Um, okay. So let me know what you think about that. Because usually, you know, when we record, we have multiple, sorry, when we research, we have multiple pages up and I'll find things and then I'll try and like make it one coherent story. I kind of want to break it up so it's not just, you know, an information dump. I don't want our listeners to get bored. So this is also something that you guys could, if you like how this is set up, tweet it, Discord, hop on let us know, hey, this is good, or say, oh, wow, Caleb, that shit literally made me throw up. It was disgusting. Um, just let us know. So anyways, as time went on, the Greeks developed something called the Fields of Elysium. Have you ever heard of that? Yes. Okay, so, after the Fields of Elysium became a concept for the afterlife, Thanatos became peaceful god you you remember i talked about earlier he is known as the peaceful god but at the beginning he was merciless you know really didn't pick and choose anyone died at this time when this became a concept he transformed into the peaceful god and um Basically, Elysium is a concept that gave those worthy or those who lived a good life, they would go to the Elysium Fields, a large island where, and it was described as a large island where they would be able to live and partake in musical and athletic activities. And I, huh. think, I think I remember seeing this in a book once in middle school for us. Um, and yeah, it's literally just the people there play, uh, volleyball and, you know, they do like the Man. Olympic sports and everything. Cause that was a big thing in, in, uh, Greek time period. The Olympics technically was a Greek oh, thing. Oh yeah. So yeah. sports, you know, athletics were a big part of their life. So I guess for them, <laughs> heaven is being able to shot put for the rest of their life. Um, <laughs> not for me but hey you know go for it guys so once that happened you know he kind of his depiction changed before he was depicted as kind of like a tall older man he had wings but black um bearded you know this and that then this happened and then you know romans started to appear and then the romans really adopted this theory of the elysium fields And they changed Thanatos from an old man to almost like Cupid, kind of being more of a boy than a man with these white feather wings. You know, he became not scary at all. And in a lot of the depictions that he's shown in, you know, art, drawings, this and that, he's shown carrying an upside-down torch which represents extinguished life. Um, but some of his other uh, symbols, you could say, is a sword. Um, oh shoot, where is it? I guess I have it further down. I got a little too ahead of myself. I started to uh, get, a, get a bit ahead of myself because I meant to say that in most depictions, he's shown as you know, an old man dressed in black, black wings. And then the Romans flipped it, right? And that's when he he got, like, uh, you know, being the whole more boy than a man thing. Um, And another kind of thing about him is he was almost always drawn next to his brother, Hypnos. He was almost never, never pictured alone, always with his brother. There's a very famous painting on a vase of him and his brother carrying a body, so...
0: Now, fun fact break.
2: Fun fact break. Uh, okay, AJ, you ready for this? <laughs> Thana, sure. Thanatophobia is the fear of death and all things associated with death, like graves, coffins, corpses, etc.
1: Okay. Thanatophobia? Thanatophobia, yes. Like, for real, for real? It's...
2: For real.
0: What it's called? Yeah,
2: yeah, I That's promise. Cool. Yeah, and then thanatology is the study of death among humans, such as how someone died, the impact on the family, and the social attitudes towards death. And then I wrote, and I quote: "These are not very fun." <laughs> Uh, and then I have thanatophoric. Yeah, I wouldn't
1: quite say fun fact.
2: No, they're not very fun, but I didn't know what else to call them. So I, I you know, I didn't <laughs> want it a little, like I said, I was kind of putting this to where it's a little mixed up, chopped up, not just information. So I was like, ah, let's do a little fun fact break. And then I went and I found some stuff. <laughs> this is what I found. Um, thanatophoric dysplasia is a skeletal disease. And it comes from the Greek word thanatophoros which means
0: death-bearing. Mm. And then, here's my favorite one. Euthanasia is the Greek word for
2: good death. Now, what does this have to do with thanatos? Well, let me tell you. I'm sure we've all heard of euthanasia once or twice. Um In the article that I was reading on this, it kind of explained what euthanasia is. I am not going to do that. However, there was a doctor named Jack Kevorkian. For some reason, his name sounds very familiar, and I did not Google to figure out why. But Jack Kevorkian had an uh, euthanasia device, and he named it the Thanaton. (laughs) He named his euthanasia
0: device the Thanatron. So, fun fact, break over. What did you think? That's pretty cool, honestly.
2: I like it. Um, One of the really cool things about mythology is it gives you the chance to look at uh older history and a lot of our words and phrases come... From old history words. Greek. um, What is the one that is basically extinct? Can't ever remember its name. Um, It's another language. Basically extinct. Yeah, it's another language. It's like basically. From Latin? Latin, yes. Latin is like basically extinct. I don't think there's any people at all that actually speak fluent Latin. But Latin... Is the basis for a lot of our words, um, especially whenever it comes to medicine, uh, you know, health, that sort of deal. A lot of our words for that are based off Latin and Greek words. Um, so I just thought it was a cool little, cool little throw-in. Like, hey, Thanatos, old Greek god, how is he impacting modern life? Mostly in the medical field, <laughs> which makes sense to me. but anyways moving on we have some symbols and some symbols for Thanatos the god of death are swords
0: poppy flowers and a butterfly but you didn't expect that what did you say they were swords poppy flowers oh sorry
1: what were they for? They're his symbols. His symbols. Weird.
2: Yeah, you wouldn't expect the God of Death symbols to be flowers and a butterfly, but there you are.
0: Okay. (laughs) And then, I have kind
2: of ended the normal... Yeah, no. I've ended the kind of normal, you know, Greek version, and I actually have a God of War version of Thanatos. (laughs) Really? Now, I I figured I'd talk about it because it's gonna be more visceral. Oh, right. We've talked about God of War on this podcast before, for oh, probably yeah. like an hour combined.
1: So yeah, probably, probably um, more.
2: If I okay, so I'm pretty sure I have it somewhere in here. I want to say he's in Thanatos is in the Ghost of Sparta game. Um, I don't remember it sense. on the I top don't remember of my head. I, I don't either. But I did want to open this up with a quote from Thanatos to Kratos. He says, The Oracle may yet have spoken truth. The masked warrior, sorry, marked warrior, is who is Kratos, shall bring about the destruction of Olympus. By the way, before I continue this quote, I called him the mass warrior in my head so many times while writing this story and I had to go back and change it. Um, but then he continues on to say, Ares chose poorly that day. He took your brother when it should have been you. None of that matters now. Nothing you do is of your own choosing. So that was a quote said to him. Um, in God of War, Thanatos is actually a primordial god. He is a primordial god of death and the main antagonist in the Ghost of Sparta game. In God of War, before the Titans, before the gods of Olympus, there was a war fought between the ones who forged the very universe and and Earth, and they were called the Primordials. Supposedly, most of the Primordials died in this war, but Thanatos is a survivor, which is mostly a testament to how strong he is. Um, a popular theory is that since he is the god of death, um, with each primordial that died, he grew stronger. Ooh. Yes. Um, fun fact break, in the multiplayer, when you would respawn, there was a chance an announcer would say, Thanatos will have to wait. Fun fact break over. I love it when games do that. I love it when yeah. announcers talk to you. Um, Borderlands is a massive <laughs> example of this. Yeah. I love it. Every time you respawn, the respawn system has something snide to say to you. It's always funny. Yeah. You know, I love it when that happens. I've never played God of War multiplayer. I didn't know that was a fucking thing. (laughs) Um, Me neither. Yeah. (laughs) But I like that they do that. I always like it, especially in super serious games. um, When they kind of break the fourth wall or, you know, do something that's a bit funny. That's always a nice thing. But anyways, back to the story. So, in the game Thanatos is described as a fearsome and ancient god who predates life and death itself and in the game zeus orders the marked warrior to be captured and hidden away because of the prophecy that he will bring the downfall of olympus and the marked warrior at the time is thought to be Demos or deimos kratos's brother and deimos is kidnapped and taken to thanatos's domain where he is tortured. Now Kratos eventually kills Ares and becomes the
1: god of war. Spoilers for a literally 20-year-old game. Um, That's why we named our dog. We call, we, we call him Dimas, but I don't oh. know the actual pronunciation. I don't either.
0: Um, Demos, Dimos, Dimas,
2: it all could be it. Um. So after he becomes the god of war, he searches for his brother, and he finds out where he's being kept, and then along the way, you know, as the story progresses, he eventually runs into Thanatos' daughter, Erinys, and kills her. Um, straight up Mercer, And so, then, whenever, he, whenever Kratos finally gets to death's domain, his brother is pissed at him. He's like, you were so late. He's like, you. It's like I've been sitting here, being tortured by Thanatos for years. And then in parentheses, I wrote, "Dick move," because I think it is a <laughs> dick move. It literally killed like gods to get to you, bro. Like, chill. Sorry that it took so long. You're still alive. Um, which I don't know how bad the torture was. I haven't played the game. Well, while Kratos and and Dimos are kind of. Going at it, Thanatos just pops up and snatches Kratos's brother and then tells Kratos that since he took his daughter Aranis from him, he will take Deimos from Kratos. And then it takes he takes his brother to the Suicide Cliffs, um, which is where Kratos attempted to kill himself earlier in the, the story. I don't know if it was this game or a previous game, I have not played them in such a long time. At one point, Kratos tries to throw himself off these cliffs or whatever, and that is where Thanatos takes uh, Deimos. Um, Kratos tracks him down and is able to save Deimos. Um, like literally last second. Supposedly, Thanatos throws him off the cliff, and Kratos like jumps down and catches him. Whatever. Um, they make up, right? And then they decide to, together attack thanatos and at one point during the battle deimos saves kratos from thanatos gotta love that deimos kratos thanatos a lot of (laughs) us um but deimos saves kratos uh who was at the time uh if i remember right it said in thanatos's grip um so he saves him And then Thanatos actually grabs Deimos and smashes him against some large rocks. And then Deimos gets, well, he gets murdered. He's dead. And Kratos becomes pretty angry at this. And he's able to kill Thanatos. And in the game, there's this whole part where Thanatos is like this dragon thing. And then Kratos is like beating the shit out of him. Eventually, he's forced back to his human form, and then Kratos just fucking stabs him in the chest, and he dies. Then, at the end, later, it is revealed by someone called the Gravedigger, who is actually Zeus in disguise. The Gravedigger, so Zeus, says to Kratos that after he killed Thanatos, he became Death Destroyer of Worlds. So technically... At this point, he is two gods. He is the god of death and he is the god
0: of war. Damn. But that is really all that I have. It's all that I got. Sweet. Sweet. Um, I
1: like that it has a lot. It's a really cool concept, you know?
2: You know, I figured I saw god of death and I was like, ah, oh, this is going to be juicy. really wasn't. You know, like his actual mythology counterpart, it's nothing, nothing super special. He just gets tricked. I don't remember seeing that, a story where he just is badass.
1: There's not a whole lot for him, and I think it's mostly for Hades being the king of underworld. It's just death going around, mm-hmm. two, yeah, two dead, already dead people, and he's just like, hey, come on. He's like, I'm here to take you down to this thing where you'll talk to
2: my brother. You gotta pay them, and then it'll take you to the afterworld. Yeah, there's really not, like you said, not a whole bunch. I was a little disappointed, but then I found, I found the God of War thing. It was like literally the the third link whenever I was looking it up, and I was like, oh, well, I gotta do it now.
1: So, <laughs> yeah, and I don't want to get on too big of a tangent again, but I was just also thinking of, uh, uh, you know how you're gonna do you guys as parent. As a god, yeah, Thanatos. As that concept, mm-hmm. uh, as one thing I could give you is give you his scythe. See, imagine and, a uh, rogue
2: with like the power of death,
1: yeah. And I was gonna give that, like, it, I don't know what level I'd do it at. This is just a uh rough draft, I guess you could say, yeah, spitballing kind of. And I'll give you the scythe, and every attack has a at, let's say, low level, like a 2% chance to insta-kill.
2: Yeah, that would be crazy. You need to make it to where, like, it won't, like, uh, proc on, you know, anything that's, like, too too important to the story. You know, if it, yeah. it's, like, the big bad boss,
0: you yeah. can't
1: proc on him, dude, imagine. I know. But, I just think it'd be a really cool concept, too.
2: I know, I figure you could do a lot of pretty badass creative ways to kill people with a scythe.
1: Another one, uh, it could be like a level 20 type thing when someone is, like let's say, level level 20, every time somebody, it doesn't matter who, gets down to 2% health, you can automatically teleport to them and attack them.
2: Oh, like an attack of opportunity. That would be really cool.
1: That's cool.
2: (laughs) That would be really cool. Oh, dude, if we did experience how we used to, everyone would be so pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> someone yeah. would get someone to, like, 10 HP, and then you just, like,
1: zoom. Well, imagine a boss. Like, let's say a boss has 500 <laughs> HP. He still has, like, what's what's say 2% of 500? Fuck, I don't know. 25? Like
2: 25.
1: Okay, 25 one-shot.
2: Yeah. Uh, hold on. Five hundred times point zero two, it's 10. <laughs> it's
1: ten. Ten. Oh, so never mind. It's got to be higher than. It'd be an automatic hit. It would be an. I would do an automatic.
2: Oh, you would make it an automatic hit. Okay, then that's okay because it's like yeah, a. I would. Do, kill. I would
1: do like a. I would do like probably a straight like dexterity check to see if you react to mm-hmm. them, because it has to be like instant. The second they hit this HP. I would say... No, 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 no. It's got to be like a
2: spiritualism check. Because it's based off the god of death's powers. So it's like you're... Like, he's reaching out to you, right? So you can do this. So then you have to roll almost like um, a cleric would. You know what I mean?
1: Right, but it's got to be an ability check. You know what I mean?
2: Well, I am I guess... I mean, I can't remember the Pathfinder skills, but I know there is, like... There's, like, spiritualism or religion in 5e. So imagine if you had to build that along with your character to do it, like, every time pretty consistently. And then there was yeah, some else. but, like, if you don't else. get
1: the uh, check high enough, you you just didn't react fast enough. and Yeah, you just stay there. You don't get a one-shot instantly. Or I could yeah. do, like, a... I mean, it'll be at level 20, so honestly, I could, could do, like, 5%. Or ten percent even but make it more
2: OP because uh, this is your football. capstone skill. Right. Now here's another thing. What if you could intimidate check someone to lose the will to live and then kill them? Like no. Would not would that not be, be the coolest fucking 15. thing?
1: Yeah.
2: <laughs> Dude, imagine like you know, some fucking punk in the bar like spills like, you know, whatever you get pushed by an NPC and you, you spill your drink on this like really fucking buff dude he gets up trying to fight you and then you just roll and fucking literally intimidate the shit out of him to the point where he just drops to his knees and dies <laughs> loses the will to live it's like he drops to his knees that,
1: and- I would do like I would do like a 20 or sorry I, I know I probably have a fucking latency right now again But uh, I'd probably do, like, a nat 20 on that. But imagine it hits, dude.
2: Imagine the fucking stories that you could tell, like, as an NPC to other people in a world where this fucking absolute monster of, like, a criminal (laughs) just picks a fight with this, like, five, six rogue human, and he just looks at him... (laughs) And then the dude just drops to his knees and just fucking bursts into like dust. <laughs> I would not fuck with that NPC. Like that character? I would Literally not fuck with that nuts. character. <laughs> um,
0: anyways.
1: No. No. <laughs> do you have anything else, AJ? No. Let's go ahead and end it. I got a bad latency and my shit's lagging again.
2: Okay, I got something to do as well. So, works for me. But, Anyways, I hope you guys liked the story. Um, I hope you guys like the banter as well. You know, we always try and keep it a little fresh. Um, anyways, you know, as always, uh, Linktree. I forgot what it was called. I'm gonna put the Linktree in the anchor description for this episode. Um, if you would like to reach out to us at social media, we have a Twitter, we have an Instagram, we have a Facebook, uh, Discord works the best for us that is where you will most likely catch us active so if you want to just click that link tree go down to discord and join our server you will be able to talk to us reach out give us suggestions ask us questions you know any anything of the sort and we will be there to help and reply um i do want to give a quick update before i let this go probably will not be recording next sunday uh, which means we might not have an episode next week AJ is moving into his new home, uh, so we will probably be too busy to record. Just wanted to let you guys know. Heads up, hey, in case you're you know, looking out for that next episode, it might be a little late. But besides that, I hope you guys enjoyed,
0: and goodbye.